If you'd noticed on the uh, link that you've been given, there's uh, the, the line which is like the lead for the service. It's where your treasure is, there your heart will also be. So we're going to do a little bit of a treasure hunt now, if I can find somebody who would like to actually go round and look for the treasure. Any volunteers to go round and look for the treasure? Oh, that's fine. You come this way. That's fab. I'll let you have some helpers with opening the treasure in it. Now, we always associate treasure with pirates, so I hope you don't mind while you're searching for the treasure. There you go, you're our treasure searcher. So around the room, uh, there are, I think, six parcels in gold or silver paper. So like around the outside of the room. You've already seen them, so if you want to bring them to the front. Oh, that's fine if you grab them, bring them to the front, and then... Uh, if. Perhaps some people then can help you to open them. Mm -hmm. Right, we're doing it. Oh, we spotted some more. He's missed one there yet. Yeah, we'll find it in a minute. So have we got some good uh, present openers here as well? Oh, you, you're a good present opener, are you? Do you want to come and, and help him to open some of these? Anybody else want to? Do you want to? Yeah, you can do as well. Right, let's pop one there. Let's see how many have we got. I think there might be one more at the back, another little gold one. Oh, that's fine. There's another little gold one at the back somewhere. Right. No, it's definitely at the back there. It's definitely at the back. If you look near Bruce, yep. That's fab. Right. <laughs> right, let's get these let's get this treasure open then. Let's see, let's see what treasure we've got here. You can take one each, don't they? Just do one at a time. That's it. We've got I wonder anybody's dinner to be spoiled. That's it, keep going. <laughs> oh, I've never known such careful openers. I've not done the usual like at Christmas or like uh, Josh's granddad does. He covers every little opening completely with sellotape. Quite often puts two or three layers on as well. Right, oh, we've got something there, have we? Right, what have we got there? Okay, so we've got, <laughs> all right, we've got a, right, a teddy, and we've got a, a doll. Let's keep going. Oh, we've got something else there, thank you. All right, oh, all right. We got any more to go? Yep, another one there. Just pop the paper. Ooh, I don't think I want you taking some of these home. These are my treasures. Have you got there yet? Have you got that one? Keep rocking. Oh, we don't need to open it carefully. Just open it. 
Thank you. Got a nice glittery spider. Are we all there? Are we there yet? I think this was down at about 30 seconds on the plan, but. Yeah. <laughs> Are you in yet? Now, wouldn't you be, yeah, wouldn't you be so impressed if you travelled for months and months with your crew and you come across this a chest and inside were these wonderful treasures? We've got a lovely little teddy. We've got a lovely little doll. A nice glittery spider. Wonderful picture. Uh, a book with some little memories in and forget the rock and the hanging well if you look do you want to just uh, sit yourselves down just for a minute and I'll, I'll get you to do another little job in a minute if you look in the, uh, the dictionary Oxford English dictionary it says treasure is it's listed as either precious metal or gems a hoard of precious metal or gems, uh, a highly valued object, or a highly valued person. And that's what it lists as treasure. So these are my treasures. They don't look much to you, but to me, each one of these brings back wonderful memories here and wonderful feelings here and each of these is so precious that though they might look like a bit of junk to uh, most of you here they've all got a lovely story with them this I actually made when I was in year four so I actually made this in when I was in year four so when I was eight at my primary school so uh, probably the best bit of sewing I've ever done <laughs> I always wanted to be a good sewer like my mum, but um, no, <laughs> I never got there, did I, mum? Never got there. So there, so that's my flower. This, my auntie made for me with offcuts from my wedding dress. So that's just a little, a little doll, she just made that. This was my very first teddy. My very first teddy. Yeah, I think he was white at <laughs> one time. <laughs> this is a rock from the top of a volcano. And it's, I remember now, a lovely family holiday. And the fact that I actually managed to make it up this volcano. And uh, the wonderful sulfur smells and everything that's there. So that was quite, uh, quite an achievement. This is one of the first joint projects with Joshua. His little spider that he painted and then we covered it in glitter, didn't we? So this is Joshua's spider. And also like with Joshua, when we go on holidays, 
like to put together a little scrapbook afterwards of things that we did on the holidays. And this is a scrapbook from a, one of our holidays a few years ago that uh, Joshua has written little bits on it. And this is the other grandson, his first picture for me with the little paints and the tray, with all, all the little bits that I got him at Christmas. And uh, so he's, what, 14 months old. So this is his, his first contribution for my gallery. So all these might not look much, but they're all wonderful treasures to me. But they're not my most precious treasure. Something else is my most precious treasure. I'm not going to tell you what that is now. I'm going to share that with you a little bit later on. But uh, I'm sure you've all got little things like this yourselves that have got a history and a story and that bring that feeling of love and joy when you see them. But more of our treasures later. Oh, one more job for you. Right, are we ready? Are we ready, team? There is another parcel to open. Do you want to come and open this one? Together? Have we lost, have we lost our pirate? Oh. oh, I'm sure you won't mind. I'm sure you won't mind. Right, open it together. Get ripping. more like pirate treasure, isn't it? Right, that's more like pirate treasure. Here we go, Mr. Pirate. We've got some more treasure here. So what we'll do is we'll, we'll put that, we'll give that to, uh, to John. Is John? John, 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 Yep. So that it can go with the children's, the children's biscuits and, and then the children can share. So you can share it later on when you have your drinks. So thank you guys for your help. Thank you. First reading is Matthew chapter 6, verses 19 to 24. Do not store up for yourselves treasures on earth, where moths and vermin destroy, and where thieves break in and steal. But store up for yourselves treasures in heaven, where moths and vermin do not destroy, and where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. The eye is the lamp of the body. If your eyes are healthy, your whole body will be full of light. But if your eyes are unhealthy, your whole body will be full of darkness. If then the light within you is darkness, how great is that darkness? No one can serve two masters. Either you will hate one and love the other, or you will be devoted to one and despise the other. You cannot serve both God and money. Our second reading is 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verses 5 to 10. For what we preach is not ourselves, but Jesus Christ as Lord, and ourselves as your servant for Jesus' sake. For God, who said, let light shine out of darkness, made his light shine in our hearts to give us the light of the knowledge of God's glory displayed on the face of Christ. But we have this treasure in jars of clay to show that this all-suppressing power is from God and not from us. We are hard-pressed on every side, but not crushed, perplexed, not, but not in despair, prosecuted, but not abandoned, 
struck down but not destroyed. We always carry around in our body the death of Jesus so that the life of Jesus may also be revealed in our body. The third reading is from Psalm 19, verses 7 to 11. The law, of the, Lord is, the law of the Lord is perfect, refreshing the soul. The statutes of the Lord are trustworthy, making wise the simple. The precepts of the Lord are right, giving joy to the heart. The commands of the Lord are radiant, giving light to the eyes. The fear of the Lord is pure, enduring forever. The decrees of the Lord are firm, and all of them are righteous. They are more precious than gold, than much pure gold. They are sweeter than honey, than honey from the honeycomb. By them your servant is warned. In keeping them there is great reward. If I asked you, if you could ask God to change just one thing about you, what, what do you think you'd ask for? If you could, God could just change, change something about you, what would you ask for? Well, me, I would, I would love to be able to sing I really would love to be able to, sounds daft, but it's one of those things I thought, if you, could, if you could have a wish for something that you'd really, really want, and I would love to have a good singing voice, and to, to really not be embarrassed about singing out loud to some of the hymns, because I love singing along to sort of things in the car and things like that, and, and I love the, the sort of singing part of worship, and um, I just feel sorry for people that sort of and to be sitting near me at the time because I do love to sing out, but I've probably not got the, the best singing voice. Having said that, I did make the choir at Lim Bram School, so I can't be that awful, but, uh, uh, unless Mr. Baker was just trying to fill all the stalls, I don't know. But um, I really would love to be able to sing. And another thing, how many of us have said that we would love to win the lottery. We would love to win the lottery and have all that money. Might have said it in jest, but I don't know, people that have said they want to win the lottery, have they really done it because they really want to be millionaires? Or do you say it because you just like to have enough money to be able to live comfortably and not have to worry about the bills and providing for your family. Because, believe me, life can be so stressful if you haven't got enough money to live day by day. If you're in debt, it is, it's not a good life at all. And so probably people would say, I'd love to have all that money. But really, it'd be just... Just let's make things a little bit easier, please. But is life truly better if you've got a lot of money? I honestly don't believe that it is. And I wouldn't like to have a lot of money. 
Because if you look at people that have won the lottery and you look at all these film stars and you look at musicians, so many of them end up with drug habits, alcoholism, loneliness, despair, and a lot of them die very young. So really, it can't be that good to have lots of money. But sadly, it seems that people who have money just want more money. They like to save it and stash it away and build it up and then show people how much money they've got by buying personal objects that are status symbols to say, look at me, I've got lots of money. Their life is just based on a love of money. In our first reading, Jesus clearly tells us that we shouldn't store up treasures on this earth, and I think money comes into that bracket. He and his disciples lived by the generosity of other people. They didn't have any money. They had people that were, were good to them and would give them money to go and buy things that they needed. They always had somewhere to, to eat of an evening, and they had places to stay. So their life was comfortable enough for what they were, they were doing at the time, but they didn't have money. And as people joined Jesus's band, as it were, became disciples or followers, they were asked to give up their wealth, to give up their money, and to do with it what Jesus asked them to do. He told them, and I've heard this many a time, you can't take it with you when you go. That was one of my nana's favorite, uh, favorite sayings. And it's quite true. You can't. I was watching them, actually watched a program last night on, um, about York. It's about British cities. And I started watching this. And uh, it showed two people, metal detectors. And they'd gone and they found a hoard of Viking coins, all this treasure that some guy had gone out there and thought to keep it safe and uh, I'll go and stash it away. And that was it, gone, lost for, what, over a thousand years. Didn't do him any good, did it? You can't take it with you when you go. So why not use it to do things that Jesus would want us to do? Jesus put rich people on the spot, the story of the, the rich young man asking what he had to do to get into the kingdom of heaven. He put people on the spot. It's God or your money. And he does that now to us too. He puts us on the spot. It may be God or money. It may be God or something else that's taking over your life. What comes first? Jesus also knew that having a lot of money can change you. It can make you a different person. 
the love of money can take over and it becomes the main focus in someone's life. In today's world, it's not just a love of money. I think it's, it's, it's a love of this celebrity, a love of this status, a love of this looking good. That can also take over someone's life. And that, in effect, becomes their treasure, their precious part of their life. Where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. No hiding from God. God knows what's in your heart. And God knows whether it's him that's number one or whether there's something else that's got more importance in your life at this moment in time. Earlier, I showed you all my wonderful treasures here. My fabulous collection. Believe me, I've even got more junk at home that's uh, wonderful treasures. And uh, a few years ago, it is a couple of years ago now, um, husband got a skip, throwing loads of this stuff out and sick of all this stuff in the house. And uh, got the girls involved, to, my daughters involved to help. And they came to the house and they were throwing loads of stuff in. I got home from work, ah, and I was in the skip. That's not going, that's not going, that's not going. <laughs> and took most of it back inside the house. Uh, sadly, my husband doesn't like storing anything in the loft. We, we had proper loft storage in the last house, but in this house, he just doesn't want to store anything in the loft. So uh, it just means that I've now got a, a little bedroom that is just full of all my lovely junk. So that's my little, my little treasure trove more where this came from. Clocks that don't work, oh, you name it. Odd shoes from children. I mean, yeah, I'm a bit of a sad case really, aren't I? <laughs> but I can tell you now that my main treasure, my treasure is my relationship with God. That is the thing that I treasure most. My relationship with God is the most important thing to me in my life. I've never had money. <laughs> my brother can vouch for that. I've never had money. Well, I did before I met my husband. <laughs> I actually did have some savings <laughs> before I met Iwin, but it didn't last long. And since then, I've never had money. I've been in debt. But thanks to answered prayers, there's always been something turning up or a way out, a provision from God, so that I always had food in the cupboard to feed the girls, always had you know, money to buy them sort of essential things that they needed, and um, always had enough coming from various places all sorts of places over the years to make sure that I could live okay. I wouldn't say comfortably, but I could live without stress and without worry. 
Our readings also said that our eyes are the lamp of our bodies and about our bodies being filled with light or darkness. Here, I think what God is telling us is that our eyes are there to see the opportunities in this world. They're there to see everything that's going on. And, and if your eyes seek God's path and seek the good things, the things that you're supposed to do, then your, your, your body will be filled with, with light and your heart will be filled with joy. But if you focus and you seek the bad opportunities, go down the paths of things that God doesn't want you to do, then that's when I think you and your body becomes full of darkness and people will see just the selfishness and evil in your heart and not the love of God. Living God's way is great. It really is. It's, 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 it's simple. It's a code that he put, a, he put to us a couple of thousand years ago. And it's easily adapted for, for life today. And it really is, you know, no problem at all to, to live God's way. And I can tell you, if you do live God's way, it leaves you happy and fulfilled. You don't need to go seeking other things in your life to, to be filling your, your time with. God will make sure that you've got enough to do for him. And I want to see now if we're able to live in God's way. See if people in this congregation are ready to live the way that God would want them to live. And to help me, I got my trusty little machines here. So, I'm going to go round with my little detectors. I'm going to ask some questions. And if you're giving the right yes answer to these questions, hopefully our little detector will light up. So we'll be able to see if you are living God's way or not. Mmm, where should we start? Right. I am willing to be open to volunteers. Don't, you know, don't, don't be frightened. So, the first few questions are about us showing love for God. So, you should be able to answer these with yes answers. So... Mm, who should we try first of all? I think we'll just go for Janet while she's in front of me. <laughs> Do you trust God and pray to him about your needs? Hold it. Oh, don't tell me it's broken. <laughs> oh, oh, it's failed at the first, no, failed at the first hurdle. It was working this morning. Okay. Ah. Right. Oh. Yep, you passed the test. Right. Mmm. Right, who should we go to next? Mmm. Right, I think. No, no, let's see, where can we go to now? 
Oh, yes. Right. And I think we'll go to Joshua. Right. Do you only worship God? And do you thank him and praise him? So you worship him, not the girls in year six, <laughs> not your teacher, not Mr. Vermiglio. Let's see. Hold on and see. Oh, he's passed the test. Well done. Right. Mm, let's see. Where can we go now? We'll add a bit more. Mm. Oh, Lauren. Do you use God's name respectfully by not swearing with God's name or Jesus' name? Hold hands and see. Oh, yes, she does. That's fine. Lovely. Right. Ethan. Do you keep Sunday special and go to church and junior church to learn more about God? Yay! Very good. That's wonderful. Right. The next set of questions are about your showing your love for other people. Mm, let's see. Mm -hmm. I had anybody over this side yet, have I? Let's see. Mm -hmm. I shall go for in the middle somewhere. Right, my little girl is here. Mm -hmm. Don't worry, it's nothing to worry about. Do you respect your parents by doing as you are told? <laughs> Oh, is it going to work? Hold hands. Let's see. Oh, she passed the test this time, Mum. Right. Mm. Oh, Ben. Let's see. Do you protect human life by helping others not to get hurt? You want... Yes, yes. Go, go. Yeah. <laughs> Right. Nobody's been found out so far. Mm, right. Right. Aaron. Are you true to your wife? Oh. <laughs> Sorry. Do you keep promises that you make to other people? Yay! <laughs> Ooh, uh, where else should we go now? Right. <laughs> oh, come over here. Hello, Emily. <laughs> Do you respect other people's things and not steal or take anything that doesn't belong to you? Bob! Yay! Right. Mm. Would be interesting. Yeah. This is a Heather question. <laughs> Do you always tell the truth and say only nice things, never nasty things, about other people, including sisters? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> Right, now, this is a tricky one, actually, because I'll 
I need a no answer for this, so I need to turn my machine over. Let's see. Mmm. Who'd like a go that hasn't had a go? Oh, wonderful. Now, my little friend here. Tell you what, I'll come round this back bit here, then I can get to you. Right, you ready? Now, remember, this isn't a, a yes question, it's a no question. Do you always pester for things other people have instead of being happy with what you have? So, are you happy with the things that you've got? Do you always pester them for other, other things? No. Let's, let's see that hand as well. And hold that one. Yay! Well done. That's fab. Hopefully you notice that that's just a little slight variation on the Ten Commandments. And uh, I used a children's Bible to put it together to help to see how, how things work for us today. And I'm glad to say that there's a lot of people in this room that are living God's way and that are full of joy and full of light. In fact, I think there's so much light coming in my way that I need this for the rest of my talk. Right, it's good to see everybody is thinking about living God's way. If God isn't number one in your life at the minute, and you want to find out more about how he can be, then just grab me or one of the elders or a friend that you know that's, uh, that's comes to, to, you know, that comes to Thomas Risley regularly, and, and, let's, and just have a little chat, just find out more, because God loves everyone, and he wants every individual, adult, child, he wants everyone to know the joy of loving him in here, to know what that feels like. And once God fills your heart here, he looks after you, he cares for you, and he makes sure that you have everything that you need in your life. And you don't need to turn to any other treasures to bring you happiness, because believe me, they don't. God is the one way to true happiness. We know that loving God makes us want to care for other people. And one way we do this is by offering prayers to God for others that have particular cares or needs at this time. I'd like to ask if uh, our prayers of intercession could be read. Thank you. <laughs> 